0: WPFW, Washington, where you are raison d'etre, our only reason for being.
1: strong like only some show and there are sad like and mad like and had like we know but by my life be I spirit and by my heart be I woman and by my And by my hands be I hold. They say slowly brings the least shock But no matter how slow that I walk There are traces, empty spaces And doors and doors of locks But by my life be I spirit By my heart be I warm, and by my eyes be I open, and by my you're the next ones and I hope you choose it well though you try hard you may fall prey to the jaded jewel but by your life be you spirit and by your heart by your eyes be you open and by your hands be you whole listen there are waters mm. hidden from us mm. in the maze we find them still we'll take you to them you take your young ones May they take their own and turn, and by our lives be we spirit, oh. and by our hearts be we women, and by our My
2: of woman, woman woman-made, where do I go to find images of woman, woman woman-made, all of human Cannot be lost. Our spirits cannot be broken. Our wisdom cannot be lost. And our spirits cannot be broken. Our wisdom cannot be lost. Our spirits cannot be broken. Our wisdom cannot be lost. And our spirits cannot be broken. Women I'm calling you calling you women. I'm calling you calling women I Cannot be, yeah. Women, your wisdom is injury cannot be lost. Woo! And our spirits cannot be broken. to your
0: International Women's Day special programming here at 89.3 FM WPFW in Washington. I'm Lona Elias. I'm a producer and host here, Sunday morning, Spirit of Jazz. For those of you who do not know me, I'm a spiritual life coach, and just as other coaches, I am... Certified in a number of healing modalities. I teach meditation, mindfulness meditation. I teach a class called Introduction to Spiritual Culture that teaches stratagems of how to navigate the issues that are coming up in your life, how to recognize patterns for healing your life, that of your family seven generations back. Seven generations forward. And I have the honor this afternoon to present to some and introduce to others Sister Dr. Jenna, who is the founder of the Meditation Museums in Maryland and Virginia and host of the American Meditating Radio Show. She serves as one of the evolutionary leaders in service to conscious evolution. And was selected by Empower a Billion Women 2020 as one of 100 most influential leaders of 2015. She has traveled extensively over 80 countries where she continues to provide practical life tools and solutions that empower people to foster and build stronger relationships. Her beauty, her wisdom, peace, and compassion for humanity are expressed through the variety of initiatives that she has spearheaded for youth, women, governments, and communities. She has collaborated with the Fortune 500 companies on key issues, and her syndicated radio show, American Meditating, is a popular global online show. Sister Jenna is the recipient of numerous awards and proclamations, including the President's Lifetime National Community Service Award, Everyday Hero Award by the Foundation for a Better Life, and the Friendship Archways Awards, to name a few. Today, Dr. Jenna, Sister Jenna, we celebrate you and welcome to, I want to say spirit of jealous because that's what I always do, but welcome to International Women's Day. How are you?
3: overrated introduction.
0: <laughs> I think know, it was all true.
3: Can I tell you that usually when I do my introductions, I just like people to, I usually just go, I'm a peaceful soul. You know, like the, the long record, it's like, okay, I know people need proof to hear the validity of your space, but thanks for having us today.
0: No, it's my pleasure. And you know what? Sometimes, for me anyway, it's good to hear other things when you're introduced because you just think of yourself as you. Yeah. And yeah. you just kind of forget sometimes some of the things you that do. you have done. Yeah. And so this puts it in perspective that you're not just a beautiful wonderful voice on the other end, <laughs> you know, of the of the radio, but some credential and stuff behind you. So the first thing that I wanted to ask is just at the beginning, you know, we, I want to celebrate you d- today as a phenomenal woman. But once you were a little girl, I know. <laughs> so what were the influences that wow. shaped you that led you to where you are now?
3: Uh, she's outside the, the studio right now, my Actually, beautiful
0: Sister Gita. She is on mic. She is on in your In the radar. other studio. No, she's in, on mic in the other studio. Sister Gita, good, good afternoon. Good
4: afternoon to you as well.
3: <laughs>
0: you know... I always include her
3: in just about everything I do. Uh, Even last year when I received my honorary doctorate, she was surprised that one of the people that I mentioned about the power of... um Influence. And everybody, just to let you know, you know, I think stories of triumph are incredible. My mother, who we affectionately call Sister Gita, came out of ashes, came out of broken pieces. And today, she stands as a very strong woman with values, integrity, principles, spirituality. I mean, if you even listen to half of what she's been through, she's supposed to be a statistic. And she's supposed to be on the streets. So, my inspiration comes from this phenomenal woman that I call my mother, Sister Gita. And actually, uh, Alona, we, I posted a tweet on some of the women that have inspired me by the way of their mere presence and how they've lived their lives. And that was Daddy Janky, who's 103 and still alive. I was with her last week in Mount Abu India at the spiritual headquarters of the Brahma Kumaris. And Daddy Prakashmani, who was just a pillar
0: of love and service. So you're saying daddy, not daddy.
3: No, daddy, it's a Cindy word that we use, uh, which is affectionately known as an elder, an elder. So, daddy, uh, thank you for bringing that to my attention. And Sister Wadi, who you met in yes. Miami, who knew me from I was 17 and uh, a little motorcycle speedster racer. So <laughs> I've had a lot of phenomenal women in my life.
0: So what specifically made you decide to become part of the Brahma Kumaris and to to create the Meditation Museum? Service. I wanted to be
3: of service to humanity. I wanted to definitely elevate people's lives and make things work for them. And it was the example of my mother. My mother was such a pillar of power that she made me realize the power of service. So it was my beautiful mother. Sister
0: Gita, are you crying yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to, so you created the meditation museums. What, what is a med- the medita- what is a meditation museum and how is it like other museums?
3: When I first was transferred to Washington, D.C., um, from, from, from New York, I had the deep feeling that this was a town that needed a museum that could actually help people to grow. So one day I was driving by the Crime and Punishment Museum. I don't even know if it's still open. And, Lona, I said, oh, my, if there can be a Crime and Punishment Museum, oh, Lord, please, there can definitely be a meditation museum, everyone. And my great-great-grandfather, the spiritual founder of the Brahma Kumaris, Brahma Baba, who, I don't know, I guess he was the genesis of just everything that I've become spiritually But he always used to remind us, open up museums in cities where there can be a difference. So we found the right location, it was the right space, the right time, and my beautiful friend... Madame Harriet Fulbright and I worked on the narrative of the Meditation Museum and we're going pretty strong for almost ten years now.
0: So how is that like other museums? What is some of the, you know, you come to the museum you expect to see a
3: artifacts, and... you've got artifacts, you've got um, stories, you've got history inside. I think the difference with our museum is that it's a living, thriving museum. Last year alone we hosted two hundred and fifty events. I want you to think about that. 365
0: days in a year. Yeah, and there are only 52 weeks. <laughs> 50, yeah, 52 weeks in a year.
3: So, just for everyone to get an idea that meditation isn't just a sitting down thing, it's something that you tap deep within your capacity and your potential, and then you do something with it. You become something with it. And I'll tell you why service is so important. And as a woman led spiritual organization, We believe very deeply that the more opportunities we get to build our capacity, (coughs) the more opportunity we get to thrive and to leave a legacy behind for others to
0: find strength in. When you say build our capacity, what exactly do you mean?
3: Capacity in the form of your virtues, your values, your principles, all the things right now in this age that are needed, because as you can see, we are thirsting for these virtues and values to to be reinstilled in our lives.
0: Sister Gita, I hear you say, mm-hmm, because <laughs> your mic is open. Your mic is open. Did you want to... Ta- oh, you can hear me. I, I, I not know that. But that's okay, because I, I opened you, your mic because I wanted to hear what you had to say. Do you, do, do you want to add anything to that? <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> you know, the
4: Meditation Museum is really a place for where everyone benefits. They walk in and their eyes start to sparkle, most of them.
0: It's it's very, very good, very, very good. So did you start, which one did you start first, the one in Maryland? or the We were in
3: here Maryland? in a little old rickety house on Georgia Avenue. On the 99th block of Georgia Avenue was a house. Then 10 years after that, we found a space in downtown Silver Spring And then seven years after that, we ended up a little bit further up in Silver Spring and then opened up another one the same year in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Mm. And so I think that shows that we are now ready to step in and do the real work. It's time for some deep healing of the spirit. And I know we all look okay on the outside. Well, some but of
0: us do, some, t- sorry. some of us do, and some <laughs> of us don't, I get that. Um,
3: but there is some work to do, and you could be a millionaire, a billionaire, or you could be really needing
0: a penny. There's work to do So, on the soul. What exactly is meditation? Because we hear, I mean, for someone like I'm two years old, like like I know Absolutely nothing about meditation. I mean, everybody's making a big deal about it these days. (laughs) What's the big deal about meditation, and what exactly is it? Uh,
3: That's such a unique sentencing. Everyone's making a big deal about it. I'm about to come
0: over there and hug you, squeeze you, or something. (laughs) Really, it's it's becoming mainstream. Mindfulness is mainstream. It's a big you know so it's
3: amazing that it's uh, i hope it doesn't become mainstream or it's a fad it's always been around when we were babies we lived from this subconscious reservoir of our spirit remember it was like all these pure qualities and and the essence of our spirit was existing but the moment we encountered a negative experience it started to disrupt the innocence and the purity of the soul. So as we're growing, if we get too many disruptions, which move us away from our purity and our peace of the soul, we then start to feel peaceless, and we start to feel disconnected to ourselves and our essence, and we start to feel disconnected to what we define as God, as a pure vibration, a pure power. So some of us reach a state where we can hear that, Some of us don't listen to the disruption or the peacelessness. We just keep carrying on because the environment has that as a supporting pillar for us. So when we actually decide to listen to the fact that I don't feel peaceful anymore, I don't feel my worth, I don't feel my value... We try to go back inwards. We try to find that place within ourselves that once embodied that spirit of innocence, that purity of innocence of the spirit, which was like a baby, which was like a child. And so when we meditate, what we're doing is remembering the essence, the power, the real deal of the spirit, the real self. Babies are always very present. How many of us tend to not be present? You and I just, before we got into the studio, multitasked, even while I was doing the interview, Antonia just came and goes, I can't do this. I got this off. And I go, gosh, you know, so it's like, I don't want to be multitasking. I want to be present, you know, and the thing is, though, some of us have the part of jumping in to save the day. Do you know what I'm saying? Some of us have to be the problem solver. Girl, let me tell you, yesterday I had a day. Tell, do tell. Flood, (laughs) flood in the basement. Heater went out. Indian mothers over the ashram, cooking up a storm, visitors coming by. Everything was going on yesterday. Just imagine. And I fa- Sister Gita was supposed to have headed to Florida, where she has her little re- re- I'm glad retreat you're here. place. And she missed the flight because of weather conditions or something. So here I am. Oh, I, I know, her right? So, So all of this stuff is happening around me, but I was in a good place. And what I mean by that is... I was really feeling God's love yesterday. So whatever happens outside of me, that's what that is. It's what's happening inside of me. So to answer your question very simply, meditation is a, is a process we used to get back to being a healed person.
0: Wow. So for the layperson, I know you guys have a lot of events at yeah. the Meditation Museum. And I want to talk about a couple of them. But you teach... Raja Yoga? Yes. And you also are providing, is it mindfulness meditation? It seems I remember seeing that on the schedule of things that you're doing.
3: We do just so many things, everyone. We're not, you know, we're not very focused on just one aspect. I don't like to proselytize or push my ideas on anyone. Uh, But our basic philosophy is called Raja Yoga Meditation. And coming up on March 12th, which happens to be my birthday, I'm going to have the amazing Carolyn Mace with us remote at the Meditation Museum on the power of your words. And just coming in, we were hearing on WPFW a beautiful conversation about how your words, you know, people in positions of importance are very, very mindful of the things that they say and sometimes my, my mouth goes off and then I get some sort of a negative comment or something about it. And I'm like, what? It's okay. You know, we're all a working process. But anyway, um, we're going to have the power of words um, March 12th at 6.30 at the Meditation Museum. I want you and I want everyone to come out there because Carolyn Mace is one of the best teachers that I
0: know. She's one of my very first... Teachers, in the sense of your awakening, no, that's not. I couldn't say that that was accurate. Okay, but in terms of her, she did the anatomy of the spirit. So she was one of the first pe- people. And that's not even true because I studied everybody. I'm trying to characterize her. I got her book called Anatomy of the Spirit. And I think the whole thing, I think what made it real clear for me was how she talked about thoughts. She says that we don't realize that what we say becomes reality, period. Yeah. Yeah. Full stop, turn the page. What we say, what we think becomes reality, period. And if we could see... It, if we left our home, and then all the things that we thought about that we didn't want and wanted was waiting for us when we returned home, we would not even be able to enter the block where we lived. Yep. I was like, "Girl, let me hear you." Yep, that was such a shocking yeah, thing yeah. to me. So we don't. So so that's one thing in terms of why mindfulness is is important. And I, I remember someone else saying that heaven is where everything you think, everything you say instantly manifests Mm. and you know it. And that hell is where what you say and what you think manifests instantly but you don't know that. So you're continuing to create things that cause pain in your life and don't realize that you are the author of everything that's showing up. Can I
3: add, that's beautiful, can I add something to that because it's something that I've been focusing a lot on lately. I'm looking to, I'm observing my energy reinventing myself and I live an incredibly blessed life. My whole life is of service to others. And at the same token, I'm also finding that there's another energy emerging within me to signal to Jenna, are you servicing yourself? And so, yeah, and so I think that when we are paying attention to our thoughts, then these thoughts can actually definitely create what we want. And right now, my latest service is to amplify my, my inner peace, my inner silence to such an extent that that vibration is helping to um, bridge the divide that we're seeing in our country, to to end or reduce hatred to end and reduce violence, that when you begin to see images of people who emanate God's presence or God's divine qualities of love and peace and purity, it's gonna touch your conscience, Mm -hmm. and your conscience will start to wake up and go, I don't want to shoot this gun. I I, I don't want to say a white person is, but is worse than I am or a black person is worse than I am. I don't want to say that Hindus are the chosen ones. I just want my purity and the peace to just say, hi, my brother, hi, my sister. What are we going to do together?
0: Wow. I just wanted to, um, this little synopsis about Dr. Carolyn Mace. It says, the power of your words. It says, have you ever stopped? Stop to consider how much power is contained in every word you say. <laughs> like so many people, you may think that it takes money or status to change the quality of your life. But that has never been the truth. A genuinely empowered person recognizes the authority that words carry. Everyone has certain, certainly felt the power of words another person has spoken to them. Especially if those words were expressing love or anger. How carefully do we choose the words through which we talk to ourselves? Exactly. And we don't because one of the
3: um, underserved areas of study has been the study of the human soul and the study of human thought. And so we believe that sometimes nobody can see our thoughts, you know, that we we think that we're holding private thoughts hidden somewhere in consciousness, <laughs> but people are sensing us now more than ever. More people than are picking ever. up your vibe. If I'm in an off mood, Sister Gita, Antonio El Santosh, or somebody just have to look at me and go, uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm not regular in an off mood, but they can see when something is not right in my spirit, and I haven't told anyone anything. So... When we pick up vibrations from people, believe it. Believe them and believe that whole energy. You know, Maya Angelou says, you know, when people tell you or show you who they are, believe them. The first time. The The first first time. time. And I believe that at a thought level. I have been in rooms where I could feel like I couldn't trust these people or I couldn't trust this person. And I know why I have that feeling is that something perhaps not very positive or very inspiring or very supportive, have been said or spoken about me or thought about me. And I can feel See that because you know I'm just an empath anyway by, by nature. I'm very intuitive. But that's not where life starts, starts or stops. Do you know what I'm saying? Even if you feel something that's not comforting of that another has said or done or felt about you, you still have to be in your power, and that's the power of meditation. And what I believe phenomenal women have done is that despite their obstacles, despite their atrocities, despite the violence and the disrespect and not being heard that they've been through, they still rose to the occasion, and they allowed that strength and courage and what they believe in and faith to drive them forward. And that's the age that we're in, and this is why this time for women is so
0: beautiful. I totally agree. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to be back in a moment. I'm going to go to this piece by um, from Carmen Lundy. It's called Grace, and it's featuring Safiwe. I can't pronounce her last name. Enjoy. <laughs>
3: We have walked for so long With our heads to the ground Amazing way
1: I've fallen so long With our hands under the boot. boots Amazing grace Save me now Save me now From the birth Begins my enemy
5: we
0: Welcome back, Lana Elias here on a Thursday afternoon, this International Women's Day. My my guest today is, uh, headphones, Sister Dr. Jenna, who is the founder of the Meditation Museums in Maryland and Virginia, and she's the host of the American Meditating Radio Show. Let's talk about American Meditating Radio Show. What, what an intriguing name, and how long has it been around, and what made you decide that you needed America meditating radio?
3: Sister Gita, a survivor of cancer, and she has such a beautiful voice. And I thought, you know, let she's a woman of service, so the whole thought was let her do something while she heals, because she was mostly bedridden for quite some while. And so she said, I can't do this by myself, Jen. Could you just do a few minutes? Then I said, okay, I'll try a little. Then she would read a poem or something. And then it went on for two weeks. She said, no, just stay. And then it went on to now we're approaching our, I think, our fifth year. We've hosted four America Meditating Retreats uh, at our retreat center in Peace Village, which you also attended last year. Incredible. Didn't you love it? It was so beautiful. I still have
0: flashbacks from... You know, yeah. out of the blue from time to time, I find myself sitting.
3: <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and we select people that are really sincere and are doing something really truthful for humanity. Because when we all get together, we can see the magic and the wonder of when God's children are really ready to answer the call, that
0: something beautiful can take Always place on happens. the planet. Yeah. It really was a phenomenal thing. So if someone wants to listen to American Meditating Radio, they can download our free
3: app, Pause for Peace, or just Google americameditating.org on, online. And we are syndicated, so we're on Tuning, Stritcher, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Amazon, Google Play, or something. I, I can't remember everyone.
0: So the app, the name of the app is? Pause, Pause for, for Peace. peace. Yeah. So if you download the app, Pause, for peace and you can get that at the app store in the apple get it in
3: your phone you just get it on your phone and go and search for it and
0: or google play store on the androids
3: yeah i think that you know america meditating for me the intention was from america 80 percent of the media goes out to the whole world and it's my pure wish because i love this land i love this land so much that I want our land and and this country that I'm in service to to spread a message that enhances people's lives, that spiritually awakens people and bring people to a higher level of consciousness. So I've been walking with this in my spirit for as long as I can remember. From this land, there will be some good news being spread. There will be something about divinity and truth and power that will unite the planet, not divide it.
0: Mm. So... Some of the projects, there was something in particular... Uh, one of the initiatives in which you were involved was, is it, is it One Million Acts of Good or Kindness? Uh, or?
3: My wonderful brother, Ram Prakash, who was a survivor from the 9-11 in the World Trade Building. He was on the 81st floor. Beautiful story about him. As he's coming down the emergency steps, You know, they were given gas masks, and he would see others who needed it. So he took his and gave it to another while he went down the steps. Anyway, long story short, he came up with an initiative called 7 billion acts of goodness <sighs> and so his 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 vision is that We can all perform acts of goodness that can make a difference. Ellen DeGeneres and Cheerios actually have an initiative that came way after ours called One Million Million. Acts of Good. And if anybody knows Ellen DeGeneres, please have her call us. We would love to partner because her one million and seven billion, I think there's a beautiful story going on here. We have collected over a billion acts of good so far. Incredible,
0: Yay. incredible. So, Sister Gita. <laughs> so I'm right here. I know you are a most beautiful person. We want to hear your voice. Yes. We want to hear your voice. So, mm. this wonderful woman who is your daughter, who who, who, came, who came through you. So, what has it been like? How has she mm. shaped your life? How has mm. being her mom and mm-hmm. having this child as opposed to another child, <laughs> <laughs> she got lucky. <laughs>
4: my, my goodness, yeah. She's she's very intuitive because when uh, when the soul came in my womb, I had to, you know, cover my womb because I was still going to school, and I didn't want the teachers and whatever. Anyhow, she she took birth, and I, being so young and ignorant, I was a teenager, and the the nurse... That's why you're so youthful now. (laughs) (laughs) She
3: (laughs) hasn't passed 17.
4: (laughs) The nurse slapped her, and I got out of my being, and I said, I beg your pardon, why did you slap her? (laughs) Call the doctor, let me report you. (laughs) And... She said to me, it happens to all children when they're born, you know. In the golden age, the children are not slapped in heaven when they're born because this is such a happy, peaceful place. So she she was hit, and she started to cry, and I started to argue with the, <laughs> the doctors and whatever. She's been arguing her but, whole life. <laughs> <laughs> when this soul was born there was a lightness that came in my life and uh, I attracted very very I used to work four jobs at one time wow and uh, when her birth I attracted different people wealthy people VIP people when she was born (laughs) unbelievable unbelievable and when she grew up I was selling, one of my four jobs was selling Herbie vacuum cleaners. No. um, Hoover? What's the name of that vacuum? Kirby. Kirby (laughs) vacuum. Not Herbie. (laughs) I used to sell Herbie also. But Kirby vacuum cleaners. And she brought me the best clients who would pay the highest amount of money for these vacuum cleaners. Unbelievable.
3: So what was it like raising me, Sister Geeta? What What type of child was she?
4: Very easy. She was loved a lot. She showed artist signs. She was always drawing. A beautiful thing that would entice people. Oh, what is that? Look at that. She entertained people in a very quiet way. There was a little situation in which... She would go down to the garden every day with a candle, and she would cross her legs, look up to the sun with her lit candle, like she was meditating. <laughs> she was a, uh, maybe about three, four years old. Wow. And I got worried. I said, what is this? Because I was didn't know anything about meditation. But she was there, cross-legged, the lotus pose, looking up in the sun and meditating.
0: At three and four years old.
4: Yes, so quiet. Wow. So, so quiet. But can
3: I say, though, everyone, um, you're listening to a mother and daughter uh, share about their story on International Women's Day because I think the world uh, rests on the bedrock of mothers. Absolutely. No matter what a mother has gone through and however she (laughs) has been, There's something about her energy that has kept us going. And I know she might make me sound like a saint, but I really wasn't everyone. I mean, I was just like a regular teenager doing my thing. But one thing for sure, observing my mother being um, a victim of such trauma and violence and abuse, I didn't witness her going, but I got the result of that uh, Mm -hmm. from being a mother at 17. Um, I learned compassion acceptance, accommodation. Again, nurturing qualities that I think every woman should model in these times. Also men. I just feel that right now the call for women um, is a call of values and virtues in her spirit. Her worth is now being called to come to the surface, to rise above the phoenix of the mistakes that she has made Uh because she didn't know better. And so I've seen her rise above the mistakes that she's made or just rise above the story that she has been born into. And uh, this is why I'm just so proud of her. And to all the young girls who think that their mothers a pain or their mothers don't listen to them or give them the freedom, please, I beg you, value the best that they can offer you, whatever they've got, just take it for now. Because one day you might become a mother, whether it's spiritual or physical. And I'll tell you, karma... The boomerang, cause and effect, stuff comes back at you. But understand that when you give birth to another living being, your life goes on pause the life that you think you're supposed to have and you do the best with whatever you have so the fact that we're we're all collectively celebrating women today around the world there are millions and millions of women around the world who don't have half of what we have here in this country please value your mothers value your grandmothers value every woman that you come in contact with
0: one of the things that I definitely wanted to ask you about is that um, prior to the last presidential election, you were part of an initiative called Meditate,
3: Meditate the, the Vote. vote.
0: So, w- explain what that was and whether or not. It's
3: still active. We've you- got to think deeply. Okay, before. so that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, Tell us what
0: that initiative is. and
3: We've got to start to think deeply before we cast our votes because when we vote for any leader whether it's con- whether it's congressional or uh whether it's local whatever it might be whatever is your vote know that that karmic responsibility also is attached to your story and the way that you live your life and the connection that it has with everyone else so meditate the vote came because there was just so much um discomfort with the quality of the languaging that was going on with the presidential campaign. And I really deeply intuitively felt that we were going to get um, a President Trump for our president. And really, I bless him every day. Um, I'm, I'm so inspired by the way that he stays strong and keeps going despite All the negativities that comes at him every day, every day. That I think he's the
0: progenitor of most of the negativity that comes. But the thing is that
3: he's signaling to us that we need to stand firm in our values and our virtues, just like that. If he can stand firm in what he believes in, without shaking, then we need to stand firm in our truth our values what we believe in that we are here as a as an inclusive society that women are to be respected and loved and honored just like everyone else that we should stand firm like that and not waver and not back down so i admire the fact that i'm picking from what I'm witnessing just globally and nationally, what's going on on Capitol Hill, it used to be a place I used to go to. We have a, a official government peace tree planted on the north portal of the Capitol. Uh, Capitol. Please go out there, folks, and visit the Om Shanti Peace tree. It's right by the Navy Peace Monument, by the reflection pool. And it was a place I used hey to... Man, you
0: said there's an Om Shanti... What? Peace
3: tree. Peace tree. Yeah, officially planted. It's next to um, the, the, the teacher that lost her life in the space shuttle. What's her name? Kristen Sally. McAuliffe.
0: Oh, Kristen. Okay.
3: Right. So so our tree is planted right next to hers. And you'll oh. see it there. And I used to go there so regularly and sit. And I used to send my pure feelings for the members and leadership. Um, and now we need to send a million times more of, of our pure feelings for folks in the hill. I just don't know what it's like to get up in the morning and go to work in that building anymore. It's got to be the most stressful place on the planet. But, you know, now there are about 500 women in America running for
0: office right now. Yes, which Huge. is wonderful, which is a larger number than at any other time, I understand, yes. or close to.
3: So you see how much good is coming out of a lot of the, the debris that
0: we're also witnessing. I, I find it interesting that you said you bless him. And, I have to. And, you know.
3: He's God's child. Alone, he's God's child. Oh, there's no question about that. There's <laughs> no question
0: about that. I think that that's really important that that we recognize that even the people with whom we disagree, that that's true. And that our job, because I, you said something earlier, our job really is to hold the space. Yeah you know to actually be the present. Yeah. You know? that's a
3: phenomenal woman because that's what mothers have been doing and and daughters and and women have been holding the space despite the atrocities that they've had to endure
0: throughout history. Well, I I, I promise is a promise. I know you I I want to thank you so much.
3: No, but I want to stay here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was told in no equivocal terms. <laughs> (laughs) Then I need to get you out of here because you have so much on your plate for today. I really bless you and I thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. And uh, Sister Gita, thank you so much. I'm sorry you didn't get to go to Florida. Uh. Maybe (laughs) you can hang around and we can go together next week when I celebrate my Um, birthday. So yours is the twelfth and mine is the twenty third. Wow. So that's so beautiful. Of Mars the Pisces, which makes sense. We're gonna have we're gonna gift you with an astrology reading. I know you probably had it before. It's a very talented mystical astrologer thank you
4: I I would like to add a little thing (laughs) please add a little thing this is the age for women even God himself herself beautiful, lovely sweet, forgiving being the parent of all of our souls has put women ahead at this time because he understands. In order for us to become balanced, you know, men were in charge at some time, now it's the time for women to bring out their power, to bring out their, I really, really love this. So with the with the, um, the Brahma Kumaras that I'm connected with, most of the people in charge of centers are females, and there's a reason for that. Yeah,
0: there's wisdom in that also. There is,
4: there, that's a wonderful word. There is wisdom in that.
0: So yes. I'd like to remind you that Dr. Carolyn Meese is going to be via Facebook with Sister Jenna Monday, March the 12th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Wow. in Maryland at the Meditation Museum. The power mm-hmm. of your words. Just think mm-hmm. about how carefully do you select your mm-hmm. words? Are you mindful of the words that you use or that when we that we use to interrupt the experiences in our life and how much can we change the quality of our life our health our relationships by removing certain words from our vocabulary and introducing other words do you know what what one of the words that one of the words that i decided to bury is mm-hmm. should cuz you can never do a shoulda because everything is, you know, what I'm saying, you should have done that, and this should have happened, and then every if, if everything that is supposed to be deliberately grammatically incorrect, then how could there be a should?
3: Should've, right,
0: right. You know. So, what about you? As we, any words specifically that you avoid? Um, my
3: word, my word was I. That was so difficult. The word that I would eliminate from my vocabulary would be I. And why? It just comes with so much attachment to the ego at times and attachment to a false sense of uh, idea or intentions. And so when I practiced it, um, I had replaced the word I with Baba, which means Baba's doing this. This is God's will. This is God's wish. Ah, oh, what a nice shift. This is God that wants this to happen. And so I found that my decisions were more mindful. And there were definitely more caring towards the well-being of another person. That's so beautiful. I, I had a similar. I changed
0: I to Baba. <laughs> a similar experience. However, it was instead when I was when excuse me for saying I, but when I was consciously speaking of my personality or my ego, I would say my person. Yeah. And if I was talking about the spirit of God within me, then I would use the I as yeah. in the I am present. Yeah. So it's a similar dynamic. However, I just love what you shared with that to use, do you say baba? Baba, yeah. Instead. So as we close out, i got one piece of music. I want to thank you so that you can get out and really get to your next spot. Thank you for coming physically to be here. It's so wonderful to be in your presence. Sister Gita, Mm -hmm. you know I love you.
4: Yes, I love you, too. <laughs> You're you. coming with me to Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I just need to get my ticket. Let me know when to <laughs> order. Because look, my birthday is coming up and I'm saying, I'm going somewhere. I'm not sure where. I have a friend say, come to Philadelphia, come to New Jersey, Achy. come to Atlanta, come to New Orleans. Mm. 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 What day is your birthday? March 23rd, Friday. And I was born Achy. on a Friday. Wow. I was wow. born on a Friday. So we have wow, a, a wow. full Achy. return in terms Achy. of the energy and stuff. Yeah. So I'm not going to keep you as uh, as always imparting for me. I encourage you for those in your life who mean the most to you without whom the quality of your life would be diminished I wanted to make it a point to not let today end without letting them know just how much they mean to you. I love you madly until the next time we're together which is Sunday morning from 6 to 9 at Spirit of Jazz Take care. Ciao mm-hmm.
5: Somalia Scraping for pearls By the roadside There is a force Stronger than nature Keeps her will alive That is how she lives Her life She is dying to survive I don't know why made out I would like to be that brave she cries to the heavens above